Welcome back to another episode of Unmesh Me Talk. I am your host, your girl, Tahani. I missed you guys so much. I missed you guys. This is episode number four on trauma. Um, Quick check-in, community check-in. How are my ladies doing, my gentlemen? Um, How are you doing? Are you okay? What's going on? Um, I hope that all is well with you guys. Um, We are about to enter into March. And I have had such a busy, the last two weeks have just been extremely busy. Um, At my job, we were getting audited by the state. And so whenever we get audited, anyone that has ever worked, well, I guess in any business you can get audited, but the human service field, um, when you, when we are audited, I call it like the sprint two weeks leading up into up, um, until the auditors come, um, you know, we have to do like a mad dash to make sure that all our charts are up to date. Um, and just to ensure that we have a successful audit. So that's what's been going on with me for the last two weeks. Busy, busy, busy. But anywho, um, I am so excited about our topic today. I'm, I really, really am excited. Um, sometimes talking about trauma can feel and seem so daunting. Um, that's been my experience. And so I really wanted to, for this, for the sake of this community, really just try to break it down as small as possible. Um, and just, of course, always sharing from my perspective. So today we are going to talk about trauma, um, there are I could do a series of podcasts just on the different names, the different topics, um, the different categories of trauma. Um, some of the names that may be familiar to you guys is like childhood trauma, emotional trauma, vicarious trauma, which is you know me experiencing trauma through someone else by listening to them, that kind of thing. Physical trauma. Um, and so there are two main categories of trauma that I'm going to refer to in this setting, um, commonly known as big trauma or little trauma. So two categories, big trauma or little trauma. Um, and really in this group, we're going to focus on the little traumas because that's what I think that for the capacity of this group, that is what we we can do really as like self healers as um as as we amesh throughout life or through our experiences, we can we have I'm not gonna say control, but we can do something um, daily about the little trauma. So that's why I'm breaking it down to, um, big trauma and little trauma. Like I didn't write down the, um, the author or the name, the per psychologist that, um, that came up with the, the two categories, big trauma, little trauma, but I didn't create it. And so, but we are going to talk about it nonetheless. So, Let's get started by simply defining the word um, trauma. You know, I always like to start off, especially in this group, um, 
by defining the word that we're going to discuss or the topic that we're going to discuss. I feel like definitions um, allow us to understand the process a little bit more. So trauma is defined as deeply distressing or disturbing experiences. Um, I'll repeat it again. Trauma is deeply distressing or disturbing experiences. I find that people either get stuck in trauma or just like really avoid it at all cost. Um, the experiences change our lives um, and it can just be really scary. And so sometimes when we are functioning or existing in trauma, we're just like, yeah, don't want to touch that, you know, or um, we just, you know, we get to a point where we just face it just head on. I get that it can be scary. Um, it's trauma changes our connection to the world. Um, the world just feels unsafe at times, especially um, if your lenses are filled with trauma. So if you have on your, you know, your Gucci glasses or, you know, your, your Pradas or whatever. And if you went to the eye doctor and asked to put, put in a prescription, imagine I'm putting in a prescription and your prescription is trauma, you know, that that's pretty scary. That means that no matter who you encounter, no matter what you are doing, you are always in some degree in a state of survival or it just feels scary. Um, so it feels unsafe when your lens is of trauma. Um, it becomes a place we cannot trust the world. We don't trust people. We don't trust, you know, our family. We don't trust um, friends. We sometimes we don't even trust our own children um, because it feels dangerous. Um, they can seem like a threat to our emotional landscape. Um, and we must we most certainly cannot trust ourselves. Most importantly, we don't, we don't trust ourselves because we're constantly in that state of survival or trauma, uh, mode. In order to trust ourselves, we must be able to connect to self. Trauma alters that connection, not having that self not having that self-trust feels like a threat, um, feels like a personal attack on the body. So you really becomes, while you're in a, a trauma, while you're looking through the lens of trauma, um, your body becomes really an enemy to you rather than an ally. We want to be able to create a friendship. We want to be in, in a friendship with our body, not, not that way our body can do what it needs to do for us, you know, and that way we can coexist with our body, mind, body, spirit, all of that all together. Um, but our body becomes really an enemy when we're in survival mode, um, all the time. That is such a scary and threatening place to exist. Um, the body function, it will sometimes even, I would say, turn on you. You know, that's why um, 
you know, disease can occur in the body. Viruses can occur in the body. Um, just medical conditions um, can happen if we're always in a, in a state of, of trauma. Trauma almost waits for something to happen um, and then it will go back in, in survival mode, which makes it feel like healing is just further. You are further and further away from, from healing. Um, so I know for me, trauma manifested, um, what felt like, and I'm just going to keep it like real with y'all, like a hundred percent real with y'all. It it felt like I was like constantly getting my ass whooped (laughs) in my mid to mid to late like 30s. You know, it just it always felt like I was in just a constant fight um, up until my late 30s. Um, I had been in my 30s. I would say really all throughout my 30s. I dated different relation, different a. two different relationships, but different dating, different people. But I felt like I was constantly attracting, um, narcissist. And so I always felt emotionally zapped and just really battered by the end of my thirties. I just, I always felt emotionally zapped no matter what I did, no matter um, what was happening, I felt emotionally zapped and, and just battered, like a battered woman. Um, narcissists will bring every traumatic event to the surface daily. So coexisting with them, it is it's pretty it was pretty brutal for me. Um, I constantly felt like I was having a nervous breakdown. I constantly struggled financially because I was always in survival mode. And so living in survival mode, honey, it messes with the money. That was really, and again, I'm I'm just going to keep it real. That was one of the main reasons that I was like, oh yeah, I got to get myself together. You know, I got to work on this stuff because what I knew it was, it was a, a, a part of me or a message that was in me that knew that this is not how I wanted to live, you know, like constantly in the financial struggle, it was like an eye opener for me. Cause I'm like, Oh hell no, this is not the promise for my life. You know, like I am supposed to live in an abundant, um, life. And I'm not seeing the signs of that daily. I wasn't seeing, I was seeing more survival, financial struggle, survival. And so it, I knew right then and there that, you know, it was time to, to do some things differently. Um, I couldn't really trust anybody because I had no trust in myself. I questioned myself constantly from being in, in, in these relationships. Um, I made, I made like promises and I'm, I'm talking about these things. So if you can identify in any way, um, you know, if you can connect or identify, these are the ways that, um, how living in a trauma state, um, you know, these are the ways it showed up for me. And so I, I, I couldn't keep promises with myself because having a relationship with an emotional or abusive partner feels, it just always felt threatening. Um, 
Now, when it was time to heal, because I was aware that I couldn't stay in survival mode, it went back to, you know, where is my money? <laughs> you know, what is happening? Like, uh-uh, I need money. You know, I want money. I want to live in a, a an abundant life and I want emotional, I wanted um, emotional health. You know, I, I wanted like to feel good about who I was, but I was in a, a constant state of survival. And so it felt very far away, um, different place now, but then it felt very far away. And so, um, I was aware that I couldn't stay in survival mode for the rest of my life. Um, my experiences didn't align or make sense with my life purpose, and I'm saying that I, that statement is kind of, you know, fluff, but it was a constant state of just battle, disappointment, self-betrayal, um, and even some rock bottoms before I committed to healing um, and talked about it, you know, just through my purpose. Um, I realized that, you know, healing from trauma is a journey. It is a, it's a constant journey because you really can only heal in in just layers and cycles. And so you can also only heal to the point that you are really ready to emotionally heal. And so if you're not ready for it, then, or if you can't see it, then how are you going to heal it? You know? Um, so I really, I just committed to healing. Um, Healing from trauma really means acknowledging trauma occurred while knowing trauma is an event we carry. We carry tra um, trauma daily. So like I explained the example with um, the, the trauma being like a prescription, you know, and so we carry that around. And so how we engage, how we interact. Um, is all from our place of trauma. It doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. And that's why we do draw to us um, really how we feel internally, you know, or people show up to to help us see ourselves, you know. Um, and so I had to really take a look at why I attracted narcissists. Um, and then in asking myself, the question forced me to take a look at some of my childhood patterns of trauma, living in an enmeshed family environment. I had to do a lot of healing work around enmeshing um, for I had to really work for emotional autonomy and work for independence of who I am so that I could stop attracting these people that were emotionally abusive, you know, um, and so. Again, there are layers and just cycles of trauma as well. Um, and there are days, I was just thinking for a moment, like I, I feel like there are days I wanted to make sure I touch on this so that it doesn't have to feel like you... You're going to know all the answers or it's going to be cut and dry. Let me say that. It, it's not always going to be cut and dry. And so there are days when while on this journey of healing from trauma, there are going to be days where we, I know I did it. We are going to choose avoidance. We're going to choose sometimes ignorance. Um, 
unawareness. Is unawareness or yeah, unawareness. Um, we're going to choose to be uninformed because it feels easier and safer in the moment. But that is the work, you know, um, the mere fact that we can choose like, OK, today or in this moment, I'm not going to say today because I don't want to be ignorant for the whole day. Um, but in this moment, you know, um, I'm going to revert back to maybe some of the some of the things that I, I, I used to do in the past, you know. Um, the beauty in it though, the beauty about this journey is that, you know, you get to keep going in the next moment. You can choose to be woke, you know, to your journey. You can choose to forgive yourself. You can choose to be more aware. Um, you can choose to be non-judgmental about yourself and about others, you know, so that's the beauty in it. And so I don't want, I don't want to. I want to make sure that my message is that the journey is a process, that the healing journey of trauma is a process. And so you get to choose. And so with that, you know, you get to choose, you get to keep going. And so with that um, message of just continuing to keep going, um, let's put the, let's put the trauma into just two categories, the big trauma and the little trauma, even though, again, we're going to, we really, this message is about the little traumas of life. And so let me just describe what big traumas are. Big traumas are, um, serious injuries, a serious injury, um, sexual violence, or anything that is a life-threatening experiences. Um, the big traumas of life are mostly um, associated or commonly associated with post-traumatic stress disorder, so PTSD. Um, and I do want to offer a disclaimer when discussing big traumas um, or just traumas in general. At any time throughout this podcast or just in your daily going, um, if you if you need help with more than maybe listening to something or trying to figure out what is working, what will work for you throughout this journey of healing from trauma, you know, please seek professional support or help if you need it. I do want to, you know, add that in. Um, so little traumas are not necessarily life threatening, but definitely life altering. Um, so they look like things as like grief and loss, divorce, verbal abuse, bullying, um, and really anything that happens to you throughout your life that has creating that has created maybe negative patterns or negative conditioning conditionings that don't conditioning that doesn't um, support you or help you to be the best person that you can be. You know, like the vision that you have for yourself. If it doesn't, if the experience doesn't help you or stops you from getting there, it can go under, I would say, the little traumas of life. So just keep that in mind. Um, this is the area of change and focus for this community. This is for the Unmesh Me community. I want this to be the focus because this is, to me, the little traumas are the things that... Um, that if we could just like be more aware of, it could change, it can change and lessen our prescription of trauma. 
Okay. So trauma itself is not the problem with, with the little trauma.